0: This is Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 51, and I'm James Eek. In the martial arts, learning is an art in and of itself. To learn, you must experience. Experience is still one of the best teachers. I like the way my pendakar in Penjak Silat, Paul Datoir, puts it. To know is good, but to understand is better. Understanding comes from experience. This is why school teachers set up learning experiences as part of their lesson plans. Learning will take place despite the ability of the teacher to teach and despite methods used by the teacher or school. Learning takes place best where there's a burning desire to learn. No matter how well an instructor can motivate his student, no matter how well an instructor can impart his knowledge and subject matter, it is still the student must possess that will and burning desire to learn, to experience, to problem solve and strive for perfection, to quench that thirst for the unknown. Multifaceted learning takes place simultaneously on the physical level, the mental level, and the spiritual level. Often moral lessons are learned along the way. Many old fashioned instructors still look for that thirst that hunger in their students. A young, prospective student once came to learn from a well-known martial arts master. And the master told his young student to come back in a week's time if he really wanted to learn, because he only taught students who were serious. The student left and returned a week later. And again, the master informed the young student that if he really wanted to learn, he would leave and return next week. The student left and returned in a week's time. He was again told by the master to leave and return in a week. This procedure went on for six weeks. On the seventh visit, the master again repeated the same thing to the student, but this time the student replied, Master, this is my seventh visit, and again you tell me I must leave and return in a week's time. Tell me, what am I lacking? The master replied, I'm trying to build a thirst for knowledge, which is necessary in learning the martial arts. The student replied, I do not understand. And the master said, follow me if you really want to know and understand. The young student followed the master to the back of his living quarters. Beyond the house was a small river. Upon coming to the river, the master told the young student that now he would understand what he meant. And the master grabbed the young student's head and shoved it under the water, and he held the student's head under for a long period. The student struggled but could not free himself. Just when he thought he could hold his breath no longer, the master rescued the student and asked the young man what he had experienced. The frustrated and obviously upset student said that he still did not know what the master meant, only that the old man had nearly drowned him and his lungs felt as if they were going to burst. He said he felt a burning desire to breathe. And the old master replied, Exactly. You had a burning desire to breathe when you desire to learn and train as strong as your desire to breathe you'll be ready to learn the martial arts that desire was increased because the student's head was held underwater where the appreciation for air was most apparent the old master told a student if he withheld drinking water from him for a number of days, the student would build up a thirst for water. Of course, this story constitutes an extreme case, but it does illustrate an important point. Our level of awareness and consciousness are heightened when we are temporarily deprived of an instructor and his knowledge. This experience helps increase productive learning because a better appreciation level has been reached. So this article, called A Burning Desire to Learn, was written by my teacher, the legendary martial artist Dan Osanto. It was published some time ago in Inside Kung Fu magazine. Cultivating a burning desire to learn is so important to your martial arts growth and to living a more engaged and amazed life. The easiest thing is to do nothing and the next easiest thing is to simply show up. But to live an engaged life, a life that makes you hunger and thirst for more, that takes looking at your training and your life in a whole different light. Sometimes students forget that the most important piece of the puzzle is themselves. They need to not only show up, but they have to bring to the dojo everything they need to succeed. It's wrong and simply too easy to put their progress and their attainment and everything else on their instructor. A good teacher protects his students from his own influence, Bruce Lee once said. A teacher is never the giver of truth. He's just a guide. He's a pointer to the truth. But each student has to find that and do the work themselves. Really, when you get down to it, a teacher doesn't teach anything. A good one will simply help you to explore yourself. Unfortunately, we tend to put too much on our teachers. We put them on a high pedestal and then are shocked and in horror when we find out that they are just human beings like the rest of us. They're full of mistakes. They're full of problems. They have a personal life. We like to see them as experts, not just in whatever field it is that they're great at, but as if they have somehow tapped into some superpower that makes them better than everyone at everything all the time. We shine a bright light on them, and we hold them up as if they were uber-human. We expect them to be better than everyone else, and with that unenviable job of somehow making us into superhumans too. Of course, when you think about it, this is ridiculous. In my nearly 40 years of training and teaching the martial arts, I've seen a lot. But the worst of all is when students put everything on their teacher. I myself have made more mistakes in this life than even I would like to admit most of the time. I still do. All the time. Every day. (laughs) The thing is, I realize it. I know that what my life is about is like cleaning your bedroom. You're getting to work and doing this, cleaning that, putting away other things. My so-called room is not clean already by any stretch. It never will be. Every single day, it is work. I never try to make anyone think otherwise. It's the reason why I meditate. It's the reason why I train. It's the reason why I read things to expand my mind. Like I like to remind my kids' class when one of the little dragon kids does something, usually embarrassing, that all the other kids laugh at. We all fart. We all burp. We are all rude. What we're trying to do here, though, is to be a little more kind, a little better of a friend, a little less rude, and understand we're all just human. What makes me still want to train in the martial arts after 40 years is that I see my teachers and my seniors in the arts I train in as the human beings that they are. The sacrifices, the failures, the egos, the kindness, the hard work, the doubt, the success. And I realized that these people, all of them, are not perfect. They're like me. They're flawed. They're looking for answers. They're looking for something and worked hard to get to where they wanted to get. And none of them ever quit. The easiest thing is to quit. The easiest thing is to give up on your teacher. Easiest thing is to give up on yourself. What kept them going through the peaks and valleys, the struggles and the failures was with just one thing. A burning desire to learn. But hey, who am I to say anything? Maybe you have all the answers. Maybe you know more than everybody else. If you judge others and hold them up above you, And say that they are somehow flawed and not worth it. That means you think you're better. Somehow. So how do you cultivate a burning desire to learn? Well, first off, you have to understand not what you know, but what you don't know. I like to think of this in buckets from the ocean. Maybe what your teacher knows is two buckets of water from the ocean. And what you know is... Almost one bucket. And you see your instructor waiting out and filling another bucket, so pretty soon he'll have three, and you just still have one. And these buckets full of water don't make him better or worse. It doesn't make you worse. He's just willing to walk out into the cold waves and to get more, to do the work. And maybe he's getting knocked down by those waves. And you might laugh. You might judge. He might be getting soaked in the process but he's still doing the work. Are you? Now, you might want to admire that person, and that's okay. But remember two things. They're just working hard, and they're picking up what they can. And the other is that there's still a whole freaking ocean of water out there, and you and your teacher can keep getting buckets more of it for the rest of your life, or you can just sit back and pat yourself on the back for the water you've gathered and how awesome you are. Of course, the next question would be, what are you going to do with all those filled buckets after you've gathered them? But that's another topic for another day. The best advice I can give you for developing this burning desire to learn, I also got from my teacher, Gurudan Osanto, And that is to take personal responsibility for your growth and learning and life. And be careful not to place that on anyone or anything and never judge too quickly or too harshly. And to constantly inject creativity and work at maintenance of the whole thing. If you don't, you'll fail. Not your system. Not your teacher. You. You will fail. Because... If you haven't figured this out yet, you are responsible for yourself and nobody else. And that goes for your own training and what you get out of it or not as well. So I think we're going to go on to the question of the day. So today's question of the day. You've been doing the martial arts for a long time. What is the most important thing people should do to keep training? Well, that's a good question. It kind of goes with the topic from Mr. Inosanto's article. For me, it's really just to have the viewpoint of everything that is important to you, which you've gained from your training in your mind. Yes, you're learning how to protect yourself, but you are also learning social skills, Learning skills, learning how to think better, learning how to be better to those around you, learning how to be healthier and more fit, and way more of everything else. And for me, I realize that martial arts is about learning about me. Every day I'm learning something new. Sometimes it's something big, and sometimes it's something small. Sometimes it's how to deal with overcoming failure or obstacles And other times it's how to deal with other people better. The hard thing for someone like me who's done this for decades and decades and decades is sometimes to be able to see things from the perspective of new people who might find something really, really hard. Something that for me is like standing up and walking. Then I need to be able to translate that so others can understand it. Like anything in this life, sometimes I succeed and sometimes I fail and sometimes I fail utterly, but I learn. I think that what is important for people to simply realize how much they don't know and how much they gain from just showing up and to keep doing that and to see all the amazing things that can happen. Or maybe like I explained in my kids' classes, it's nothing more than learning how to be a good friend because that's pretty important too. So there you go. Thanks for the question. Um, And I think we'll end it there. If you have been following us, all these podcasts, or if this is your first one, go back and listen to the other ones. Um, But if you could, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, could you give it a five-star review? So if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, give it five stars, write a few words, the thing's great. (laughs) Or whatever you want to write. The other thing is look for us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page, Warrior's Way Podcast. Um, we don't have a Warrior's Way podcast Instagram, but what I do, um, is I add stuff for the Warrior's Way podcast through my Academy Instagram page, and that is the Eek Academy. You can find that on Instagram. And you can also find it on Facebook too, the Eek Academy of Martial Arts. Um, we do have a website. You can find that. I try to post some stuff on there as much as I can. And if you like the stuff that I've been talking about over these 51 podcasts, um, I have written a few books. You can find them on Amazon. For, you can get them as actual books, or you can get eBooks for your Kindle or your Kobo. Um, just look on Amazon for those. That's the easiest place to find them. Um, that's a couple books on training. One is The Warrior's Way what the podcast is named after. And another is called A Wolf in the Woods, which is, um, I think it's pretty interesting. It's about a run-in that I had with a wolf in the woods and how it kind of changed my view of training and kind of life. And uh, yeah, so pick those up and let me know what you think about them for that matter. Um, And I think we will leave it at that. So spread the word about the podcast, if you could. Tell your friends, tell the people that you trained with, tell the people at work, tell everybody. (laughs) And uh, let's see this thing really head somewhere even more than it already is. Um, We're almost at the one-year mark with this thing, and it has already gotten legs like I never would have imagined and that is thanks to you. If you've been listening all this time or if you just found out about us, it's it's all thanks to you. So I appreciate it. Uh drop me a line. Let me know if you have a question, if you have any ideas uh, that you would like to see done about future podcasts or anything else for that matter. Just let me know that you're out there because that would be pretty cool. And it kind of makes my day whenever I hear from one of you. So with that, get on the mats as much as you can. Train hard, have fun, be a good friend, and live a great life. Thanks a lot.